Welcome to another episode of Diva Court. I'm your host, Marcia Mignot, and with me is my co-diva. We hear y'all. Dana Smith, government names that is. We are here live again for you tonight, listeners. We want you to get your bedtime stories from Diva Court. Is that right? Going to bed, edutained, baby. That's how we roll. Is that right? Find us every week on Spotify. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Apple. And Google Podcasts. Google us. Don't forget to look for. Pay me for Google us. You think so? I do. Like when they, when you what type What if they in, don't like it? When they type in Google, That's the sound should come up. Google us. And then people would just say, no, never mind. I'll search somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I think the people like it. Let's do a poll and see who like it. Oh, sure. All right, listeners. Um, the Codiva is asking for you all to break her heart <laughs> and tell her. <laughs> Not break the heart. Voting how you like her Google us. No, it don't sound nothing like that. Uh, yeah. It sounds like this. Google us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what are we covering tonight? We are talking about student loan forgiveness. Yes! I hear that. Did you uh, put in your application? No, I did not. Maybe I should before I get excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so excited about student loans being gone based on my educational... The timing is a little suspicious, but okay. Oh, is that what it is? (laughs) Look here. We've been trying a long time, but you know, there's been roadblocks and bumps in road because there's some people that are really party of nothing, party of no, party of stop. So what are we talking about? President Joe Biden has decided to or forgive. Or it could be party of anything goes, but nothing happens. <laughs> well, something's <laughs> happening now, so I guess things are changing. Never lose hope. I'm jealous, too. I know you are. I did not put my application. <laughs> <laughs> like, they ain't going to do that. I need my loans forgiven. I've got tons of them. There's a they're going to have a second round? They better have a second round. <laughs> sign up for I it. need to sign up for something. Now that I know it's real. I know, right? I've, I, I need a President Biden. Can you hear Diva Court? You know here? he can't hear you. Oh, he can hear me. He's watching. He, he got his ear date on. What if somebody gives him a Diva Court episode and say, sir, these he ladies were talking about it. you. So what? He'll wake up and we'll <laughs> He'll still- be like, oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> His wife will wake him. Hey, honey, honey, they're talking about you. Diva Court's talking about did you. you. Uh, did you see that uh, video they did about, welcome to the White House. No, White House goodness. Senior Living. <laughs> <laughs> you Let video? me tell you something. It's nothing in that White House but old people, other than <laughs> Obama and Michelle Obama. Okay, so let's get real. Part of the White House is your hair got to be white, right? <laughs> Before you get or in, or you it. leave and your hair, or is you white. leave and your hair is white. Okay, you either come in old or you leave old. You think Michelle gonna run? Never. It's it's been never. It's been that lady yeah. is well educated, and when they want her to go low, she goes high. She <laughs> is taking the high road, the heck up out of the, the high road, the high road. out of here, out of here. She is not <laughs> going to run. A I don't see her running ever, ever. She, she won't knows. have to run. They'll just put her in the position. No, she don't. Want you know when position. they have the uh, when they have the uh, convention, and you know Joe Biden can be like, "Hey, you know, I just thought that I don't want to do this, but I want to send my delegates over to Michelle Obama." America's not ready, and neither is Michelle. She has made it explicitly clear that she will not, not. Be running for president. So not don't let a double entendre. That's a double entendre. A not, you said not, not. She but will I mean, not, she not. will. Not, not. That means that's how. You sound like, up. remember the last time you said not, I will not, not, not stop <laughs> and she kept chasing going. this man and kill him. And she kept going. <laughs> I will not, not stop. So it's so, a double not because she So that not. means two dots, two negatives make a positive. So that means she running. She is not running. I can tell you all that right You now. said she's not, she not going to run. not. Not, but she's not, not gonna have to run. She'll be just run. replaced. Let me tell you something. Forrest will run before she runs. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> but I thank my president, 
President Biden, I appreciate the student loan forgiveness. There are people out there that are smiling, jumping up and down and screaming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we thank him as the president for keeping a promise. <laughs> a promise. We'll take one. <laughs> Let me tell you something. At the rate that Congress is going and the stalemate that exists, I will take one victory. Just one. Because we're getting nothing done. While we complain about the border, we do nothing about the border. So I'm excited to see student loan forgiveness. And that is awesome. Was that only for certain people to... Like teachers and stuff. How about you just apply? <laughs> you and I, neither of us have asked for forgiveness <laughs> while we're seeking we it. Here, we, we need <laughs> repentance because we have not asked for forgiveness. We are seeking it, but we are not applying for it. <laughs> we are not. Like, what was the qualification? But we will, listeners, if you, if you made it through, thank goodness, your student loan's forgiven. If you're one of the lucky people who don't have to pay all this money back for education. You know what I think is a great idea for student loans? Someone proposed this one time, and I can't remember the name of the gentleman, but he said, universities should be tied to student loans. So... If the government is going to fund student loans or give you federal funds and that kind of thing and Pell Grants and all these other things, the school, if you cannot get a job in the field that you were in, the school should have to give you some money back. I agree. I agree with that because he said if the school has an interest because it's one of the only entities that is raising prices for no reason. <laughs> no reason. Every year tuition's going up. The building is still there. It's still donated by President whoever or the family members or the Kennedys or the Lockett's or the Joneses. Yeah. And and the building is not improved. In fact, you're bragging about how old the building is and you call it ancient. Oh, I'm sorry, antique. <laughs> <laughs> you call it antique, And the right? product is still the same. And the product is still the same. The professor still stands at the same chalkboard. Your graduation rate should not be. Hey, it doesn't change. Yeah. I take in 5,000, I graduate 100. And I kick out a 4,000 in the first year. That's not right. But even your graduation rate should not be the indication of if you did a good job. It should be your job. My job. Can I get a right. job in the field right. you sold me? Because that gentleman was saying that it's going to cut down on all these nonsense. crappy degrees. Yeah. And the nonsense, your professor or your advisor is going to give you better advice. No, ma'am, you will. No. We, matter of fact, we're not even offering that degree. Because right. we realize basket weaving is not a career. <laughs> the history of Mickey Mouse. Hey. It's not going to help you unless you're going to Disney. Hey. And with that history, you can go without a degree. Right. You just need to learn how to draw. They'll hire you. They'll let you draw animation for them. Right. I mean, it's crazy, but that's a fantastic idea. That would cut down on all these universities just raising prices. Tuition is $60,000 per semester for what? I mean, when you have to spend $300,000 or $200,000 or $100,000 to get any degree, right? that's unfair. So there is this thing um, that I think it was actually happening in Georgia where they were saying that hairstylists, they're trying to make it to where you don't have to go to hair school to become a cosmetologist. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I was like, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a bad idea. Well, let me tell you why. The reason why I tell you why is because the only thing that's on the state board that you have to sit for is sanitation. Everything else and sanitation is take your comb, put it in here, don't cross contaminate. That's something that can take, you can learn that in a week. You know what I'm saying? Everything else is more of a money grab because when you go into the salons, they're training you all over again. They're teaching you how to cut hair. They're teaching you how to um, flat, maybe not flat iron, but how to um, how to uh, put in uh, foils and stuff. And you have to go through their training program before you even get on the floor. So let me ask you a question about chemicals. You don't think it's important for a cosmetologist to learn about chemicals? But if that's but that's the thing. Like they can just teach that in. At the at the salon, no. There's a. I think you should a, not listen, be learning on my there's head. There's only one week. It's only one week of learning about chemicals. Everything else is practical. It's not a. It's not like we've spent it. The program is eleven months, ten months. The program is ten months. It's sixteen hundred hours. That's that's not bad. It's sixteen hundred hours, and in those that's short. Sixteen compared to all other programs. 
I understand that. But it's costing twenty thousand dollars. It should not cost twenty. So That's what you what should I'm say saying. is lower the price. Well not That's no, what you should what say. What I'm saying is is that the stuff that you could learn, you could just learn it in like there's apprenticeships that you can that you can take on in the salon. I still think a formal education is necessary, even if you're gonna be a cosmetologist. However, I think the prices are too high. But so the, I but think even even you can still do it within the salon. Like you could do the book work because all you all you have to do is. No, pass but who at the salon? I don't want to own a salon where I'm trying to teach you basics. They're going to what I'm telling you is this. They're going to retrain you anyways. You have no, to go. But whose hair did you practice on? No, because remember, some of these they beauty tell you schools. Have to bring your, no, you have no. You, some beauty schools said, allow you I'm to come you, get your hair done, put your health I know, at but risk. You still, <laughs> for but less. you still have you still have uh, mannequins. At the salon, at the salons that are good salons. I'm not talking about you going to somebody owns their suite. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about at the. So how do you prevent those people from pitching the tent? Because you can't stop those people from opening a business. Well, so I mean, now I, I they, watch two YouTubes and now I'm gonna color your hair. They still have to take. You don't stage. think they no, still have to? Take, I think color. You're mm-hmm. not even letting me finish. Color is important. I understand that they still have to take a state board. What I'm saying is they should still have to take a state board to be certified, but I don't need to sit in an 11-month program for things that I can learn in two weeks is what I'm saying. Not everybody learns at the rate you learn. I'm just saying it you just don't take that. Learner. It, it just doesn't take that long. I to think learn eleven to weeks is a very short program for somebody who's going to put weeks. a chemical. It's eleven months. Well, I but think eleven months is very but, short. But what I'm telling you is that you're not learning chemicals for eleven months. It's not. You might not be learning chemicals for eleven months, but you're learning something. This is how we spin her in the chair. <laughs> I feel like it's just a waste of money. I think no, but, but you, you gonna you gonna ruin my hustle. I got plenty of businesses teaching people how to cut their hair. That's you correct. You gonna ruin my economy. Stop that. That's <laughs> destroying capitalism. By the way, do you realize this is a capitalist society and we should be? Well, allowed. they have the apprenticeships that you have to have so many hours, anyways, to do an apprenticeship, and so they do have like we have people who are apprentices do apprenticeships there. I understand that. And you but get paid most professions to do, do that. Because if you're going to be a pharmacist, you come out, you still got to do what? Apprenticeships. Yeah. You still have to do it. You're a lawyer, you come out, most jurisdictions will say, you got to do apprenticeship. We want somebody to be a lighthouse for you. We want you to have an opportunity to learn from somebody who already knows how to do it so that you're not learning on somebody's head. Or, but you are learning on people's heads. No, but somebody's policing it. You understand what I'm saying? So when but you're getting it, ready, if you're going through the training program, there are they are policing it. What, what I'm saying is the the good salons. I'm not talking about your person in the chair. Maybe your person who's gonna have their own suite. You know, is different. But in the in the salons, before you even get on the floor, you're going through their training program, and that's like but six there are months. more suites than there are big salons like that. Uh, it's kind of like they're more small practice no, attorneys, but, private practice. But that's than because they are the people who are in the suites, they're not. A lot of times, in order for you to even have a suite, you have to have a clientele. So if they can come out of hair school with a client, because they tell you in hair school, they tell you like, um, you uh, before you get you know your own suite, you need to have at least four hundred clients a month, so that. They don't all have to come, but you have a Rolodex of 400 clients a month to make money. Or you're not going to make money. You're just going to be paying expenses. So if you are come out the salon and you have a suite, more than likely you already was doing hair before. You just got the license so you could be legit. So what I'm saying is, is that, you know, if you already know what you're doing and you could just test out of it, why are we wasting? So what are you saying? You, you learned in the garage no, <laughs> illegally saying, and then you went to school and then hair, you opened your own salon uh, or you were running your salon have in been the garage. A, kitchen beauticians has been a thing or it's, you know, you're doing For a hair. Long time. Yeah. That's a, that's not an uncommon thing. It's a, it's a thing. The relaxers, the this, the that, the blah, blah, blah. You know, it's always that one girl who are, who already was doing it when she was little. She know how to do all this style. She's just not certified. She got, she got all her high school friends. She doing a hair. She doing everybody here. She doing color. She doing this. She so goes to school just to get, she goes to school just to get the license, but now she in debt $20,000. But if she couldn't take. So oh, I have a solution. What's up? Keep it 11 months. We'll lower the price. Thank you. 
I don't, it just thinks it's a waste of time. No. We could say that about medical school. A doctor said, how many times you going to teach me how to stitch? Nobody's life is on a line with hair. How many times you going to teach me how to read one case? Nobody's life is on a line with hair. Okay, so nobody's life is on a line with law. No, that's not the same. Why should I have to go through that? Why do you be making all these false equivalencies? Why should I have to go through that? That's a false equivalency. Why should I have to go through that pharmacy school? You already showed me the chemicals. Matter of fact, the machine is counting the pills. I don't even know why I do this. The machines are counting the pills. I don't even know why we're comparing doing hair to practicing law or practicing medicine or practicing uh or being a pharmacist it's not a comparison if there's no order your life is not on the line there's pandemonium if you're even if somebody thank you even if somebody puts a lightener in your hair and leaves a foil in too long you might be mad that the hair is no longer there but your life is not over (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute wait wait a minute there but your life is not over it will grow back if you cut off the wrong arm, that is not going to grow back. It'll there are lawsuits. Maybe. They literally have to put L, R, th- star on this arm. Please cut this arm off. This is the arm you want to cut off because you have to cut off the right arm. But if I cut the hair too short, she might be mad. And she may still what come back. What if her hair don't come back? That's not my problem. That's oh. not her problem. Oh, wow. If yo, listen, if I cut your hair in a bob and it never grows after that, yeah. that's a that's a scalp condition. Oh. <laughs> that's a, you might need to see the dermatologist. That's, yeah, that's, that's a condition because you scalp me. That's a, yeah, you that's can't, a that's a possibility. Nah, no, no if, if you got a bob and your, if you leave and your bob is fly and you come back, maybe you came back too soon. Oh, is that what Come back is? in 12 more weeks. Well, listeners, we know how she thinks. Mm. I just think don't. I'm don't not waste, trusting anybody that's money. not properly. You wouldn't even know to do certain things. How many times do you ask for people when you go to your hairstylist? Did you did you ask to see her license? It was on the wall, and if it's not on the wall, you I'm not doing it. it. Okay, you be the only one. Oh, okay. Now, if I'm in her kitchen, I don't expect one to be on. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever sat in anybody's kitchen to get your hair done? Maybe as a kid. Okay. Because you know your parents take. Did they you put to, color in your hair? No, 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 no. My All mother right. didn't play that. No color in the kid's hair. Thank you. So, I don't even like color in my natural hair. Yeah. You used to color your hair. I don't like it, though. I you like used to highlights. love it. That's color in your hair. No, that's highlights. That's me saying this part oh, is me this and is, that part is This is like me as a hairstylist. Somebody tell it. That's, it's like putting on a dress. Still, highlights is like putting on a dress. It doesn't matter. It's still coloring your hair. No matter... If I if I highlight your hair or if I actually put dye on your hair, it's still coloring your hair. It's changing the color of your hair, so it's so coloring your hair. I've highlighted mine. She can color <sighs> all she wants. I'm highlighting. All right, what are we highlighting now? Frank. <laughs> <laughs> We're highlighting Ruby Frank, listeners. She got sentenced to 30 years for child abuse. Okay, so who are we talking about? Ruby Frank was a I watched that influencer. Video. Yeah, she was an influencer talking about how to do Where kids. is the father? I haven't heard from him. In fact, let me take that back. I think he was in the courtroom crying when she pled. <laughs> you should have been crying. She pled guilty. It. She pled guilty. And she thanked everybody, which I thought was a little bit much. Weird. She thanked the prosecutors. She thanked the law enforcement. She thanked the court. Thank you for stopping she, me from beating my kids. Yeah, yeah, she said, thank you for stopping me from killing my kids. Oh, she said that for real? Yes. She said it was going part. to because she was she was controlled mentally by this <laughs> other woman <laughs> and that how easily it is for you to become oh. involved in conspiracies. Oh yes, my she did. She said she so fell into the... So there's a lack of accountability. I was controlled, so I wanted to kill no, my kids. she said, I fell into the conspiracy theories, and I thought, you know, that this is a theory, and this is conspiracy, and vaccines a problem, and this. So I just kept watching too much of that stuff, and all of a sudden I was involved in a conspiracy, and the next thing I know, my partner was um, just just Wait, convincing me to so do So you things. went from vaccines to allowing somebody to tie your kids, hog tie your kid to where the kid needed to escape and wasn't being fed. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's mm-hmm. dumb. No, yes. you lack responsibility. Yes. That's why your ass got 30 years because you're yes. a terrible mom and you were making all this money she and said, you're a terrible I mom. responsibility for my actions and... I apologize, but I thank you all for saving the life of my children because she believes her children would have been dead because she doesn't think it would have stopped. You know, 
So the video. So you don't think she took accountability by no. taking a plea? She I, didn't anytime, have to take a plea. Anytime, she could have gone to trial. She could yeah, have stretched it out. Yeah, you took the plea because you ain't want to take them years. Well, 30 is not short. How many could she have got? 60. Right. She ain't want to take them years. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something listeners if i'm doing 30 i could do she 60. like she if like, i don't die day one i'm gonna live to she do like, 60 she was like eh, the evidence is my kid was tied hog tied <laughs> i'm just gonna take this, this is sh- bad evidence i'm, take so I'm this just plea. gonna take this plea <laughs> i'll just take this plea why are we fighting this let's just save my money what money? i do love the kids so i'll let the you know i'm not gonna spend all this money on no attorney just they said the children's father was crying in the courtroom while she was because he because he weak too. How do you know he didn't? He tried to get custody. That was not discussed. There are a lot of clients that I represent that tried to get custody in the court. Said no. I'm gonna mother here in my immaturity and my the judgmental mother state is the better. Oh, you love your judgmental. State. I'm gonna say to my immaturity, my lack of growth, and my judgmental. Your state. first name is Judge. Your last name is Mental. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said, if I didn't know that, if I don't know anything about their family law case, I don't know how she got custody in the first place. You understand what I'm no, saying? No, I, uh, okay, so. So, she, no, if, no, 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 no. They didn't have, they didn't get a divorce. The, supposedly, the partner was, he was going to uh, the partner for counseling. And uh, she was uh, saying that he was too toxic and that he needed to leave. Um, and y'all oh, need wait to separate a minute, it. wait a minute. If she was able to get the wife and husband to separate, yeah. oh, she's able to get that woman to abuse her kids. She was abusing the kids before. Nope, she met... nope, nope, I watched nope. it. I watched the video. Nope. She was abusing the kids. Nope. What do you before... call abuse? Because spanking children is legal. No. And some of these children need they that. They called before, before she met with this partner. Um, here's the thing. I actually wasn't going to, I don't, I was not going to say that this was abuse, but, uh, she was, uh, they call the people on her. She she the people like defects. C, CPS. Okay. They call CPS on her because she was filming, right? And uh, her daughter uh, forgot her lunch. Uh, forgot her lunch. So her daughter is like, I want to say she's either she's in the kindergarten or elementary school. She's eight. But I so could be thinking school. about my no middle school is not eight. Eight is like second grade. So. Well, she's it in, depends she's on between. the jurisdiction because some jurisdictions no. put sixth grade in middle school. No, but eight eight years old, not eight. Grade, oh, okay, eight okay. years old. So, um, so in between that time for either kindergarten or she was eight years old. And what I mean by that is because I I might be confusing it with my daughter's age, but she was a little young girl, and she told her mom she made her lunch. She said, "Did you make your lunch?" She said, "Yeah, mom, I made my lunch." That's all on camera. And and uh, she was talking about this story. And she sent her kid to school, and the teacher texted her saying that um, I need you to come bring a lunch because your daughter forgot to bring her lunch. And she said, no, I'm not coming. She should have remembered to bring her lunch. She said that she had her lunch. Um, she better just That's not, not child abuse. Right, right, right. I didn't think that was. She just better not. The school should have given her a lunch and said, tomorrow your mom is going to pay for it. Right. She, she just should not be, she should just not be eating. And I don't want you to give her a lunch. That's what she said. She can't stop the school from giving that So she was like, she probably she told was upset her, the child's not being responsible. She, right. She took, that's what it was. It came off as she wasn't being responsible, but she said to the teacher, and I don't want nobody to give her a lunch. So the teacher said, I was just uncomfortable I'm uncomfortable. Oh, the teacher's uncomfortable now because of the, the hindsight no, is 2020. No, this is no. This is what the lady said in the video about what the teacher told her that she's uncomfortable with that decision and she need to bring her a lunch. And she was just like, "I'm not going." And so then the, that was one thing, and then the other thing was was that her son um uh scared well, two things. Her son woke up her other son and said, we're going to Disney World, pack it up, pack all your stuff up. So he packed all his stuff up and uh, was leaving the house, like, we're leaving at night. And then he was like, psych, I'm just playing. And uh, and then uh, he also, like, pointed a BB gun at her son's face. So she So took, the older brother pointed a BB gun at the younger brother. Yeah. So she took uh, his room from him. And said you're not responsible to have a room, and had him sleeping on a sleeping bag for uh, was it either a big bed or a sleeping bag for six, seven months. And so, 
everybody, when they heard those two videos, they did a petition to call CPS. Oh, that's not child abuse. Get out I of here. I didn't think that was either. I think the issue with it is that she was filming all of this. Like, this was all filmed and posted on YouTube. So every parent... She was making money off it. Yeah, yeah. so every parenting thing she was doing, yeah. she was making it into, like, a reality This show. is how to parent your kid. Punish them. Make sure they... They're responsible and da da da. That's it's, it, she made her whole life a reality show. That was yeah. the issue, right? And it's reality now that you're going to prison and you're going to do a whole lot of time because thirty is a lot. Yeah, that is a very long time. But you know what? I I I think the fact that she pled guilty was a way to avoid the dragging out for the kids because remember those are the victims and now you're putting the victims on the stand and they got to testify and relive her, all that trauma. Her daughter, her daughter was like, finally, we've been telling y'all for years. So I don't want to hear that she did it for the kids. No, her daughter was like, this is crazy. We've been calling the police on her for years. But you, you remember now, <laughs> you don't call the police on Becky. Okay. So well, she don't that. know that she little Becky. Oh, uh, well, little Becky don't understand how it works. <laughs> okay. So speaking of black and white, <laughs> The home ownership for African-Americans and people of color is going down. Yes, listeners, I said it, but I didn't make the numbers up. Diva Court is not responsible for the things we're going to say because we did not make it up. I just want uh, Co-Diva to know that presidency matters. He's in the presidency and home ownership is going down. No, he's Obama's no longer the president. Well, oh, Biden is. Uh, I didn't say... Biden inflation was of color. Is, inflation but is going up. Of course, inflation is horrible. People, Interest groceries, you go to the, to the Walmart, it used to have a $50 cover so charge. Is now it's got a so, $150 see, that's cover the, charge. That's, the, that's the, the logic behind it makes sense. Like, if right now the market is in equilibrium, and what that means is, is that um, when you're at a standstill, the prices of homes are going down. Like the you know those people who are selling the prices of homes are going down, but since the interest rate is going up, nobody is still buying. So it's at a standstill right now because the price so, is still going to be too much over a thirty-year exactly. mortgage. So with that being said, the number of whites who are buying homes is also going down. But there's always already there's a discrepancy because more whites already buy more houses than blacks. So what's happening is that it's just both going down. And of course, that's not what that study said. That study said the gap is getting bigger. Okay. So the income disparity is there and the so gap is so getting. So as it's going down, it's going down like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's going down. You got it. You got it. <laughs> That's sad um, because I was hopeful that people of color would be educating their kids on finances and we would be doing more to make sure that it's affordable housing for people of color so that those people can enjoy the American dream, which is about to become an American nightmare. Because well, when you look at the prices the of thing. houses, Where's, it's not a dream anymore. Here's, here's the other thing. But you know what? Do you realize that everything is going to a subscription? I used to be able to buy legal software that they say, here it is, it costs you, stick it in a computer. And use it as many times as you like. Right. If you want for more than one person to use Microsoft it. Microsoft Office is like that too. A lot of software was like that. Uh, it's still like that, but they hide Where? it. They hide it now. Oh. So if you want Microsoft Word, this is a quick hint for the people listening. If you want Microsoft Word and you don't want to pay for the subscription, they do offer a Microsoft that is just one purchase and you're done. Oh, okay. It's so just, is, you got is it you itemized? Gotta find it. Oh. <laughs> they make so sure. It's more about itemized, like a la carte. Kind of situation. Yeah, like if you want Word, I can give you Word for the rest of your life. Okay. And you just pay one thing, and it's like 70 or 80 bucks for just one Word, and that's okay. it. You can have it for the rest of your life. But they don't want you to do that. They want you to forever owe them. To have that subscription. What like, do we say? Rent. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Right. That is psychotic because now you're leasing everything. It's America's going to get to the place where you're going to lease the house indefinitely until you die. You already leasing the house. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 stop. I mean, unless that, stop. Unless, according to the bank, stop they still own, unless you have that stop deed, for a the deed is in, in Georgia. That's why I said stop. In Georgia, the deed is with the lender. Stop. But when you pay that lender off what you promised you were going to pay on that contract, 
you get the deed mailed to you with your name on but it. But don't pay them taxes. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Don't conflate now. Don't, don't pay conf- them taxes. Don't They're gonna conflate. take that land from you, honey. Do not conflate. We're not talking about not paying the taxes. That lease of the but land. I thought we talking about America. No, I said the purchase of the home, meaning the deed will never be in your name. You will never will it to your kids because it's a subscription. You subscribe. Oh, you pay this you, much man. until the day you die. Well, I mean, you never land stop is a subs- having a mortgage. A land is a subscription, then. No, ma'am. Why is it? You don't can't stop paying taxes on the land. You're paying taxes because you need the water and you need but the But I have sewer. a water bill. Yes, but you're paying for the water that comes out of it. You're not paying for the piping that I'm putting in the roads. You ever heard of infrastructure? Right, but if I if I'm renting paying a, for that, hold on. If I'm renting the property, I don't have to pay taxes because on the property. Because the the homeowner's doing it. Right. That's their job. So, so what I'm leasing, saying to you so is tech, you're leasing the you're leasing what's under no, the you're leasing pipes. The pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink to that. <laughs> you're on subscription for the pipes. Mm-mm. So all you pipe subscriptions, there you go. Um, homeowners slash homeowners, just go do something for somebody and help them pay off the mortgage. That's what I would do. Speaking of helping pay off, we have a spouse of a deceased who she's on the board of a medical school. I think it's called Einstein Law School. Producer, is you gotta it a law me. school or medical school? It's a medical school. It's a medical school. Okay. But it's I think their name is Einstein. And it's a medical school, and she just donated a billion dollars to medical students. Tuition is free. How much is this tuition? Well, how long do you think? What do you care if it's free? No, I'm just wondering. Like, ma'am, I'm sorry. How much are you giving me? No, 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 no. I'm asking. Like, how long is that billion dollars going to last? It's indefinite. They said tuition is free indefinitely right now for the school. Oh, that's so. I was excited. There it is. One billion donation will be provided free tuition at a Bronx medical school. So her spouse died and Bronx. left her some stock. Do you have to be? Do you have to? <laughs> do you have to be smart? No. I was gonna ask. Do you have to live? Is it in-state tuition, or is it anybody who want to go? I was so excited about the billion and the kids jumping up and down that they no longer have to pay. I assume tuition. that's everyone that's enrolled currently. Yeah, it is everyone. Everyone that's enrolled. currently in the school, not trying to get in it. Whoever's no, but tuition will be free from here on out at the school. I mean, a billion only lasts so long. I, I know. Saying. That's why they said indefinitely until I guess they said, guess what? We're out of money. So, so indefinitely is not forever, right? No. Because when people say indefinitely, sometimes it sounds like. No, indefinitely is not forever. Right. Because if, a, if a, it's kind of like um, a store might say lifetime warranty. The lifetime of the company. Okay. Oh, the company went out of business last week. Lifetime's you know, over. Because I was like, why people just don't say definitely instead of indefinitely? Like, you know. No, because definitely is a certain time. Indefinitely right. is no certain time. Yeah, we don't know when yeah. right. it's going to end. So that's why we say indefinitely. indefinitely. We don't know when. Because definite is when. we know when. Indefinite is. You will not get your do- job indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> you are fired indefinitely. I like them jobs. Indefinitely. indefinitely. I can work here indefinitely. I love it. <laughs> you are no, you definitely fine. will not work no, here. It's, it always seems like indefinitely is always associated with something negative. This has been suspended indefinitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always associated with something negative. It depends on what you're using it, because that is negative. Usually for that, it's like, it's it's suspended until further notice. That's what they're trying to say indefinitely means. Until something changes. Right. It's suspended. But it definitely just, it it just always seems, like, I had to train myself to being like, you might as well just not even try. Because you're definitely going to drink to that. Right. That's (laughs) why I'm saying, like, why y'all, that's why I always say, why don't you just don't say definitely? Like, definitely... You're fine. I thought that was exciting. Kudos to the donation of Ruth Gothens man. I Am don't I care saying that right? It Gothens it benefits somebody. <laughs> well, it do. It might benefit this me. diva loves <laughs> it benefits it even benefit if me. the benefits. You know why? Because he might go to the broad school and get his medical degree and come service me somewhere in Georgia. And who says their education is second class? Oh, it's only good if you're paying for it. That's, it's the same educators. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, well, don't say that. All right. So speaking of indefinitely, we've got. So you probably won't. Uh, the professors probably don't get a raise. They're, Why do you they need probably one? Say, they Why probably say, do you need your salary? One? Your salary. Salary. 
Your salary. Sound like celery. Right. Your salary <laughs> will be 120000 indefinitely. Is that what you're telling them? That's what I'm saying. You definitely works. not getting a raise. Definitely. How about we use Your definitely? Salary be you are 000. definitely not getting a raise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, there's a young man in Texas who was suspended from school because of his dreadlocks. Although there's a crown act in the state of Texas, is that a judge? Law? It sounds like state law because it's state supreme. Because I know it started in California. A lot of states are trying to put a crown act in place because they really don't want somebody discriminated against because of how God made their hair. Mm. I thought hair of wool is how we describe Jesus. And now don't say that because then they're going to say that you think Jesus is black and then they're going to shut our show down. Oh, he's not black. That's what I thought. But okay. Well, speaking of hair, we're talking about Texas and this young man appealed it, went to court. And the court said, nope, school district is correct. You are suspended. You remain suspended for your hair. The court said that we don't think you're getting suspended because you have black hair, (laughs) but because you have long hair. (laughs) And because we're discriminating as long hair, it's got nothing to do with your race. So the young man braided the hair back and put it in a style that looks just like if it was cut. (laughs) And they said, not good enough. (laughs) I think that's illegal. That should go to the Supreme Court. Oh no, I think it, I think that's what they're trying to do. They to make to, it go to the Supreme yeah, Court. Yeah, make it go to the Supreme Court. And that they probably always work because and they remember, probably the court cut. has to accept your petition. And sometimes they'll tell you we get a thousand applications, we accept twenty cases. Chances of you getting up there is low. Mm-hmm. So now you just discriminate against somebody trying to get the Supreme Court to chime in on something you should already know. Common sense. Yeah. I just don't. Do think you think they fair. sued him for money or just sued him to be able to get into school? I think they just sued him to unsuspend his suspension. Uh, I just wouldn't want to go to a school who would stop me covering my hair that way. Your natural hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Well, that's not how Texas school works. <laughs> <laughs> Most of Texas schools are private, so. You do pay for school. You have to pay. Remember, shot. it's about freedom there, and yeah. everything is unregulated. So you got to pay. You got to pay. You got to pay to play. I think I think we need guardrails in every area. I think we need guardrails in schools. We need guardrails in law. We need we need the law to I mean, think about a society that doesn't have any rule of law. I mean, that's pandemonium. If I could literally say I'm coming to your house tonight and I'm taking your daughters because I want them. Well, that's what they did here in America. Ma'am, we put laws in place to stop that. Oh, you said, shall we we continue? We did it, and then we had placed the law so that you could do it. Because <laughs> we knew it was bad. <laughs> and we didn't care, as long as it didn't apply to us. Just as long as you're not coming over here. We already got our foot on yeah. the uh So, I mean, a society without rules, a society without standards is a society of pandemonium. And I don't like pandemonium. I don't want you thinking you could just pull up in my driveway. I don't want to have to do like the hillbillies and take out, you remember that Beverly Hillbillies? And take out my shotgun and ask Jethro to come help me get you out the yard. I don't want to do that. I really don't. I mean, and I know that people are breaking into houses. I don't know if that's what happened. Get! You never heard that? (laughs) (laughs) The the grandma... Granny didn't play, honey. <laughs> Granny had on her skirt and her boots, and she carried her gun. Okay, her shotgun, that is. Yeah. I just, I just don't want to do that. So, you know, hopefully something good comes of it. Maybe his parents will enroll him in another private school that they have to pay for. It. Oh, so that was a private school. I don't think it's a private school. I think you have to pay for school in Texas. No, you don't have to pay. Yeah, for you school. do. No, for my cousin, go. Her kids go to public schools in Texas. Uh, ask your cousin. She's not sharing everything. <laughs> You will not ask your cousin on the show. No, and my friend, my you friend lives in uh, ask Texas. Your she friend. Don't, they're not paying for public school. Ask your friend. There's cost associated with school. You don't ride the bus for free. There are fees. Okay, I'm telling you, I had a client that was paying about six hundred dollars. How do I know? Because it was a custody. at a public school. It's a custody dispute, and it was a public school, and there are fees six hundred bucks. And I was like, what? Why would you move there? But so be it. People are allowed to live where they want to live because we live in a freedom country. All right. Speaking of freedom, Wendy Williams does not have hers. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what are we talking about? There is a document that has come out 
about radio, former radio host, TV show host, yeah. Wendy Williams, and it is sad. I watched a few of the episodes. It's come out on Lifetime, and I wanted to shed tears. She is talking about her six-year-old self a lot. And I could tell she is reliving. What do you mean by that? Because she says, six-year-old Wendy, six-year-old Wendy wanted to be famous. Just wanted to be famous. Six-year-old. And she calls her herself in third person. And then she says, six, six just wanted to be famous. Didn't want to be rich. Just wanted to be famous. Well, she got what she wanted. That's why you got to speak life. She did. All the way. She spoke the, all the way. You got to speak to guardianship. <laughs> okay. Because she was six. <laughs> she was six and she wanted to be famous. Said, so she's sister, still six. You sound like you six now. Hey, and you a, might be 60. You need a legal guardian. But we're going to get a guardian. What frustrates me about her story is it was initiated by Wells Fargo Bank. Why does a bank think that they have your best interest at heart? Over and above your family members. She was living with her family in Miami because that's where her family is in Miami. She is by herself in New York, except for the manager and stylist and a few people that surrounded her in New York. So you can tell she's lonely. Um, She appears to have a drinking problem. And according to the allegations, her son says he thinks she has some form of alcohol dementia. Doctors have come out against that, and they have said, no, we don't think you, you, you can't get dementia from alcohol. You can get forgetfulness. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe get... she's forgetful from the drinking. Yeah. Um, she's had a rough ride in relationships. Her husband, there was a uh, Netflix scandal. movie on her husband. Not even a scandal, the truth. That oh. man used her money to buy a house down the street for his mistress and his love child. Wow. And Death this is on her the same ex-husband. This, this is her son's father? Son's father. She oh, married wow. her son's father. They were struggling with children. She had several miscarriages. She had a really rough time trying to get a pregnancy. And I saw that show on Netflix. Netflix had, you know, a Wendy Williams um, Netflix movie that they did on her. I wonder why she was so mean to everybody. Because her, her personal life was a shambles. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't faithful, and she fired him. And then after she fired him, she came on the show and said, I'm going into treatment. I have a problem and I need to go get treatment for the problem. But I think her she has one child. So my my point to Wells Fargo is if she has one child and her one child is depleting all her money, so be it. Who else is going to get it when she dies? So how did Wells Fargo have Wells a- Fargo went to the courts. And that's what I think the Guardian filed the injunction for because the guardian filed a lawsuit trying to get the courts to shut down the seat well the go, go back to how wells fargo got even involved okay so wells fargo says somebody's spending the money and it's more than just wendy and they can call in the fraud department and the fraud department can call in to the court system and say hey this is somebody that's using the funds and using the funds in a way we think is inappropriate we think they're taking advantage financially of this person, and this person might need help. What makes me suspicious, and my spidey senses are tingling, is that the guardian may have a relationship with the fraud department or the attorneys for Wells Fargo. Uh, you see how that could work? Yeah. And if that is the case, then I find the guardian suspect. There's now allegations that the guardian has been accused in the past of taking millions of dollars from other wards that the Guardian has been in charge of. And if you've ever seen the Netflix movie, I Care A Lot, you'd go, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I Care A Lot movie was similar to what's going on with Wendy's guardianship, is that people, they were taking the elderly person, they were targeting people who didn't have a lot of family. Uh So like how you only have one son, she's a prime target because she only has one child. And if they villainize the one child by saying, oh, he's misappropriating her funds. Right. When we look, he was swiping her card at arcades and he was renting cars or I see some charges for the nightclub. And that's not what her money is for. Even if he's going to get it after she passes, he shouldn't be able to misappropriate it for his own personal use. Why not? The mother loves her son. Right. And she would have given the money anyway if she was well. So why wouldn't you do that? She speaks a lot about it in this documentary. If Wells Fargo would just give me my money. 
So Wells Fargo would just don't you have to have some type of mental discomfort? Well, she has been diagnosed with. Was, but was that before she? I thought that wasn't before she had the guardianship. No, it wasn't before she had the guardianship. Right. So how did they even get to take guardianship? Oh. No, they took it out. So they went to court, and the judge says she's going to need a guardian, and the judge appoints a guardian. Right, so now she has a guardian that's managing her money. No, um, I guess my question is, I thought you. So if if I'm mentally competent. And my child has spent, I got a million dollars, mentally competent, but my daughter has a credit card and she just swipe it everywhere all day, all day. They're like, oh, we think it's fraud on this account. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they can do that. Right. And then they can can go talk to the court to put a guardian over my money then? Over you. Over me? And And I'm mentally sane? And your money. Because if they have a discretion to say, I think she's demented. I think something's going on with her. She was in, because remember, when you get angry, some of the times you exemplify conduct that's consistent. So did she have to take, during this guardianship, did she have to take a mental uh, a test? or No, a- they're saying medical providers have diagnosed her with some form of dementia. And that's where she is. But the family is saying, we don't know where she is. They've taken her and they've housed her because the guardian can house her where they want to house her. But so, she, I guess my thing is, is the, the steps of order. Before the guardian is able to be in a place, doesn't there have to be some mental incapacitation? Right. So you have to remember that a judge is going to call in someone and say, hey, I'd like this person evaluated. That's what I'm asking. Okay. And if everybody's in cahoots, right? Okay, I see. And Dana's going to be the psychologist. I'm the guardian. I think Dana should do evaluation of her. You're going to evaluate her because you know that as guardian, I'm going to make sure you right. get paid. And you're like, I'll get paid and I'll say whatever Marsha wants because Marsha's going to be the guardian. Right. And then we're just going to keep this money managing because guardians get paid. Right, right. And I'm going to pay myself and I'm going to dole out a little bit for her and I'm going to dole out a little bit for the manager and I'm going to dole out a little bit for psychologists and I'm going to put her in this facility. And, and I'm a date, I've had a case. I'm going to date the manager at Wells Fargo. Hey, listen to me. I've had a case before, real situation where we found out that the person was, the guardian was in a relationship with the facility that they had housed the ward. Wow. We were like, that is crazy. So if I have a building and I say, I have a building to house wards, and you're like, okay, well, I'll give you business because I'm going to be the guardian. And every one of the wards that I. was it? No, it's just just contract because you're just going to get me money. You're just going to give me the money. Oh, when you say we're friends. Okay. So we're friends. Uh I have a facility that can house by court people who are wards, right? Whether you're a former military, you're a veteran, you don't have any family, everybody's dead and it's just you. Yeah. And they find you can't take care of yourself anymore because you're elderly, you don't have any kids, you don't have a wife, you don't have anybody alive. They make you a ward, right? And as the guardian, you can place me anywhere. Okay. And you place me in a housing, you place in my housing. So every ward, if you have 100 wards, if I have 100 rooms, you'll put all 100 in mine. Right. And I'm charging $1,000 a month. Right. And you're taking money from those wards because they have right. money to pay, to pay no, me. I get that. But and then I'm, I'm so giving yeah, they, you. So, they take you out your house. No, I'm not. That's <laughs> yeah. not they the put issue. you in there. The issue that's is, what kind, you said, what kind of relationship? Was it just like a contract that she, she had with them? Or was it like a, they was in an actual like physical sexual relationship? Wait, wait, wait. You're talking about the case I'm talking about? I'm talking about your... No, there's a friendship. There's a friendship. friendship. Yeah, so we start going, whoa, we're questioning this now. Now it makes sense why you would have this person housed in a facility that's not even conducive for what their needs are. are. And people are like, why are you there? And it's so expensive. Yeah. It wasn't even like, oh, it's the cheapest thing in town. So in order to save most of their money so they can use their money, and you're not even giving them, you know, spending cash, petty cash, to do whatever they need to do. So if you watch the movie, what listeners, hap- you got to watch the Netflix movie. I care about it. Is it still pending? No, no, no. We were, we were, we got rid of the problem. Okay. We resolved the problem successfully for the ward. But my issue is if you're listening to my voice, you need a living will listeners. I'm going to look into this camera. You need a living will. Cause when you put a living will in place while you're in your right mind, you don't have to worry about when you're not in your right mind, your wishes are going to be honored because it's right. in writing. If you say, if I become a ward, I want to remain in my home that's been paid free and clear. Do not transfer me anywhere else. I also want my money to go to assistance to come to me in my home. So hire the nurse to come to my home 
hire the cleaner to come clean my home, but do not remove me from my home and put me in a extended living or assisted living or don't put me anywhere. Leave me here. If I am, if, if there are no clinical services that can be provided to me, leave me at my home and give me hospice in my home. I want to die in my home. If you put that in a living will, it's going to be honored. But if you allow, like Wendy did, no living will to be in place, something starts happening to you, you get demented, then guess who controls what happens to you? The I courts. I need to, uh, I'm going to call before you call me <laughs> and give me a living will. She is trying to get a consultation in the middle of the no, show. No, I don't need a consultation. I, I used oh, you to, trying to retain me? Yeah, I used to draft them for you. <laughs> you trying to retain me. Is I'm that what you're saying? Can I just retain you? I just. Listen I'll, I'll write it. You just. You need a living me. will. Yeah. To me, it's more important to have a living will than a last will and testament because when I'm dead, I don't care what you do. <laughs> I mean, I still want stuff to go to my kids, yeah. but it's more important that you not, you know, let me get bad wounds in a, in a facility that I hate. And there's people in my room. I'm now sharing a room with another elderly person and they're demented you and they're walking, wheel. especially, yes. Who has especially, access to that? None, none of your business. I think it is my business. Are you serious? You know, I'm going to take care of you. No, ma'am, you're not. Nope. She will not. I'll be taking care of her. Y'all. <laughs> Oh, see, that's the kind of guardianship I'm, I'm protecting <laughs> against. Y'all hear that? That's what I'm talking about. I'll be, right the only, I'll be braiding her hair. Oh, I'm going to braid your hair. I'm going to take good care of you. <laughs> no, thanks. I don't even want your money. I'm just going to make sure that you ain't got no bed sores. Okay. Thank you. She'll, she, she want me to do it. Listeners, that's your free part for Diva Court episode. <laughs> Go get your living will because we're going to drink to that. What you doing mm. over there? Drinking to it, but spilling at the same time. We'll spill to pour, that. Did you pour out a little liquor for your dad, homie? Hey, is that what that is? She pour out a little liquor for her dad, homie. Listeners, you got to find us every week on Spotify. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Apple. And Google Podcasts. Google. Don't forget to look for our episodes every Wednesday on YouTube so you can see the beautiful colors of blue. Thank you for tuning in to Diva Court Live. And as we say, as we close every single show, we'll drink drink to to that. that. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? You closing? (laughs) Wait for him to wrap this up so I can say something. Who is him? (laughs) The producer? The producer. Uh, I don't know. What are your pronouns? Producer. <laughs> Can you say that? <laughs> Are we all off yet? We got to drink to that. <laughs>